You know what time it is, right? You do know what time it is. That's right. It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. Thank you all for being here with me. I've got a great episode coming up this week. Super excited about it. We're launching some new stuff here at the Jungle right now, and uh, it's going to be a twofold thing. So this week, you get a little uh, early access to a product we've just launched in the store, as well as a heads up on a new store that we are opening at the Eastgate location. I'm calling that a twofer. Well, before we dive into that, of course, you know where I'm at. I'm still on my road to 100 reviews. So what I'm hoping for is that we can get these last 10 or so reviews in by the end of March. And don't worry, there's still time for it. But reviews, in addition to things like downloads and sharing the show with your friends, that is the best and easiest way to ensure that this show or any show that you like stays popular and relevant. So if you're out there and you're loving what you're listening to, I would love your support. And all you got to do is either go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, as they're the two platforms that allow you to write reviews and write us a short little blurb about why you like the show. So I appreciate it. Thank you all so much. So this week, I'm going to lead in with a new store that's opening up over at the Eastgate location. Now, if, you, if you're unfamiliar with Jungle Gyms and maybe you're not in the area, we have, I always refer to it as campus, right? And here at the Fairfield store, for example, we have a whole bunch of businesses that surround us on the island, as it were. Uh, all kinds of different things, you know, from a pharmacy to, uh, in this case, you know, we're, we're opening a fall restaurant here on campus at Fairfield. But I'm really excited about this, as you may know, as a creative type, uh, we are opening a Willis Music location at the Eastgate store. It's going to be awesome. Now, uh, today I'm conveniently joined on the show by Jungle himself, as well as Josie. It's her first time on the show, in addition to Kevin from Willis Music to tell you all about it. So, you know what? I'm not going to sit here and yammer for you. I think they can do all the yammering for me. How's that sound? All right. Well, in the WJJI studio with me today, here's one of our new tenants, uh, Kevin from Willis Music, but not just Kevin. I've also got Jungle and Josie. First time appearance for you, Josie. Hello. Get excited. <laughs> Jungle, thanks for coming down too. No, this is great. Yeah. This is going to be yeah. great. Yeah. So tell me about this. We're opening the store here pretty soon in uh, yeah. the new location, right? April 1st, we're going to open over in Eastgate at Jungle Gyms. We're really excited this is going to be just a great location for us i can't wait to see that store you know i thought i was going to be the first in the music game here in the jungle family with my guitars on the wall but i think you're going to usurp the throne well we've been in the eastgate area since 82 when the mall opened we went to the mall so we, we might be the longest running tenant there but uh, yeah, malls are having a little difficulty these days. <laughs> Longest running tenant. What does that yeah, mean? That's right. Like that. What? Uh, a, what is that? The, what is it? The mouse jumps over the ship when it goes down or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what is that? That's right. Like? That's right. Yeah, the, the last thing that leaves is the mouse. <laughs> yeah. Right? Exactly. yeah. Oh, follow him out on the ferry. But that's probably awesome. not a designation we want, but we have it. But no, nah, it's been. We've been treating that almost as a freestanding store because there's not a lot of tenants around us and now the opportunity came to move uh probably to the greatest traffic area over on the east side and oh, that yeah. is right next to jungle gems i can't so. wait to see that where exactly and this is a josie question maybe where exactly is the store going to be on campus as it were 
Um, so if you're looking at our main entrance, what are you, Kevin? Three think, spots to the three left. Three or four. Three yeah, or right four next to, to uh, T-Mobile. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. That's yeah. going to be so cool. All right. The question I've been thinking about all Uh-oh. day before you came in. <laughs> um, what is What would you say is the most common instrument that's picked up by a new, like a new kid that comes into the store? That changes over the years. So if you're talking about uh, a kid that's not in school, so you got school band. Right. So, you know, a number of instruments from flute, trumpet, trombone. But you're talking about just someone comes in with their with their mom or whatever. Well, and, and now I'm almost curious they about want the to school pick up band an part, too. And yeah, I, we'll get to that. Even as somebody who did that, I'm like, oh, how can I forget? Yeah. Um, ukulele has become extremely popular. Aww, we sell those. Yeah. Yeah, you do. See, I was thinking <laughs> about harp. Yeah, I mean, I mean, kids, mom and dad buy me a harp. I mean, you know, that's we've got one of those jungle, and we can sell it to. Right, I know that's what I thought they would say. All the kids want to do harps and cellos and stuff. Yeah, or something like that. I never would have thought ukulele. Would you? I'm trying to be a harp star. No, no, that'll be the fourth. That's what the fourth hooks for over there. Yeah, (laughs) I was guessing. I I would not have guessed ukulele, but that is incredibly surprising. Well, if they're a little older, guitar is is still very big, and and just as far as a child that starts early piano is still when a lot of kids start with music and it's a great foundational instrument because if you learn a piano it's it's just it's easier to move to other instruments that makes sense uh, you know the i'm sure obviously you know this too but the uh the uncommon truth is that it's a percussion instrument and it's hard to think about that way yes it is i've just been teaching myself piano because hammers are hitting a string right right? exactly (laughs) which is it's arguably the most exciting (laughs) most action-packed instrument right oh no i uh, you know you'd mentioned we were talking briefly before we started recording about how uh our differing musical backgrounds right but i've just started teaching myself piano here in like the last two months good so very slowly Good. Good is not the word I would describe my <laughs> skill set at quite Well, yet. we are also a publisher, so we have some books that will help you learn oh, to play. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. That would be great. Yeah. I've been trying to think of the, you know, with all of the access to everything on the internet these days and things like YouTube, you'd think that it would be very easy to learn quickly. Yeah. Comparatively, you know, I'm like, oh, I have like a mm. teacher in my living room now. I can just put them on TV. But yeah, there's just something missing from that, like... There is. There, there's nothing that replaces sitting next to a piano teacher on that bench saying, no, you're holding your hands wrong. You did that wrong. It's hard to get that online. One-on-one. So, yeah. Well. It's important. Yeah, that could be it. Just like a trainer. Right. Same <clears throat> thing, right? Yeah. What motivates me? If they say go exercise. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if I'm right. paying a trainer and I'm paying a ticky, yeah. I'm going to be trained. <laughs> That's right. Right? I mean. That's a heck of a motivating force. Yeah, right. you know? yeah, it is. You have your teachers waiting for the lesson, and you you prepaid. Yeah, hey, baby, you're over there. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm not having anything yeah. slap my yeah, fingers over the there. ruler. <laughs> hey, honey, take your guitar and go in the back room and look at the TV or the computer. Yeah, don't forget yeah. to do your lesson. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's right. so true. No, I mean, really motivating. Oh, get yeah. over there. We're paying for this thing. You can quit after nine. I paid for nine. After that, you can quit to get over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the most common thing we hear from people walking into the store that, that look at pianos, they say, I wish my mom didn't let me quit. Because everybody regrets quitting. Oh, and interesting. Personally, I've said that. So. Yeah, yeah. Do you regret like, quitting? Of course I regret, regret, regret quitting. Yeah. You know, I, we don't let though. we don't let kids quit math. 
Yeah. True. <laughs> we should make them keep playing. And I would I use my piano way more than I use math <laughs> in my personal life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought this was sort of interesting, but do you come from an, a musical background? Kevin? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have told you that. No. Well, we I, so I grew up in um, I grew up in the business. So my grandfather bought the business in the fifties, uh, but he worked in the business since the twenties. Oh wow. Um, and I grew up and did not play. And one of my biggest regrets, but I have since played piano, um, really basic, not very good at it. In oh. fact, I started when our youngest daughter, who is in the business, when she started playing when she was a little kid, and I thought, okay, she's learning, I'll learn with her. And she just flew past me so fast, <laughs> it was, it was frightening. Amazing. But. No, so, cool. so I grew up. I mean, it was the business side. So I went to I went to Xavier, uh, undergraduate and graduate, all in business. And we, I mentioned earlier, we have a publishing business. So I was very involved in the publishing side. And um, but I think everybody I work with is a musician. You know, I was sort of guessing that that may have been a thing. Was your family were they all like business focused too, or were they a mix? Well, of my dad was, um, and his dad did not play either. Oh, okay. Um, Cause it, it was all publishing. Right. I mean, it was a lot of publishing at that point. I got heavily into retail um, right out of college <laughs> and we started growing significantly on the retail side. And uh, it's been, it's been great. Yeah. We, we got, a, got a car revving. Well, we're, yeah, I was going to say, we're uh, graders is out there revving. <laughs> yeah, motorcycles revving up for an ice cream cone. They're revving up for an ice cream cone. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you feel more you powerful know, on the second you know, it's dip. It's interesting that, that, you know, with all this buying online stuff and discount yeah. places and everything else, you know, mm-hmm. come over there, get a price on your guitar, you know, then you get your goof. I have the same thing over here. They buy it cheaper someplace else, right? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I mean, sometimes. Right. Sometimes they don't. Yep. But I mean, I you know what I would tell them, and I'm not in the music business. I need to be such a hardcore retailer. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I would say, hey, you bought that guitar, and you want me to tune it? Or you want me to say, find out where you bought it and ask them. <laughs> it's tempting no. sometimes. No, really. I mean, I the same thing mean. with the same thing. I hate to be that. Same thing with hardware stores. Yeah, you know the little mom and pop hardware stores. Person goes in and says, "Oh, what kind of do it?" And I'm and the person spends twenty minutes with them. Tell them to get the parts. Then they go to their phone and say, "Oh, I could buy this crap someplace else cheaper." Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's fine. very true. But we get I we mean, get a lot of people in who who have bought an instrument online or they bought it on eBay and they they don't know what to do with it. Naturally, we we do take good care of them oh because we God, do repair. You're such a nice person. We, <laughs> we do repairs, but the typical guitar player and you might be able to verify that over a lifetime owns eighteen guitars. Oh so we're cow. looking at it as eight. We're going to win them over. Yeah. Wow. yeah. 18. Yeah. Yeah. They collect them. How many do you own? Well, look them over there. I think, uh, so right now, these are my only three. Wow. Uh, but, well, no, that's not true. I have a bass at home, But you're too. more a vocalist. Right. Yeah. So I, I may not be the best answer, but the thing is, how many would I like? Probably right. 18. That's I mean, right. there's definitely some. Yeah. The cancer for me is that once I got past the very basic level of instrument, I realized that I wanted to invest more and the problem, and it's just like any other hobby or craft that you like the good. I mean, the good stuff costs more, right? Just, you know, so now like all the guitars I look at, I'm like, Oh, that's like $3,000. Well, maybe not buying that one immediately kind of a thing. You know, I got very lucky on my, 
my most recent one. It was a totally custom Ibanez piece, but I won cool. it in an estate sale and they just didn't know what they had. And I was just like, oh, cool. Beautiful. Yeah, it was like $150. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, you're driving up the price. And, you know, came out of it with this like, you know, few thousand dollar guitar, all custom made and everything. It's crazy. You know, when it's your passion, whether it's skiing or, you know, yeah. I, I'm a woodworker. I mentioned you earlier. Yeah. So I have tools in my, in my workshop that, I haven't used yet, but I might need them someday. You right. know? And it's uh, if it's your thing, um, <laughs> you probably sell a lot of kitchen uh, appliances and sorts of things here that, uh, you know, you're going to use it. Yeah. You might need it. <laughs> so. It's a constant battle in my home between uh, what do I what do I need to use on a daily basis and how excited I am for those single use kitchen right. like items. Right. Like, yeah, I need a specific spoon. Yeah, yeah, spoon. You're right. You know, why not? I oh. used it Fourth of July. It's a great day, and it was great. <laughs> that was really great. <laughs> it saved yeah. me twenty five seconds in my preparation, <laughs> but I earned it every year. That stacks up over a lifetime. Yeah. That's right. I actually that'll be something I'll think about my mango pitter, and I'll find out how long that saves me. We'll find out. We'll add it up in the end of my life. You know, it'll count. That's, right. That's so funny. Well, then you mentioned the woodworking thing too. Yeah. What end of like, what do you like to make well, I, when I, you grow up? When I grow up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you kind of collect things for here's when I retire and what I'm going to do, yeah. you know. So I, I will do do more of that when when the day comes. But um, I I turn things on a lathe. Okay. Um, so mm -hmm. I make uh, make bowls and pens. I do pens. Oh, um, oh my gosh. I um, But then I remodel our basement or I, you know, do a lot of projects for other people i've done some stuff for for uh for willis also yeah do you so. sell your pens in the willis music store no but i made that one oh, oh cool wow. take a look get yeah. out yeah. yeah whoa so it's i mean it's that's a kit beautiful. it's a kit yeah, the it's the it's the colored part there that's turned on the lathe so she sniped it right from you oh my you gosh that's right <laughs> that's right it's beautiful Thanks. Beautiful. Thanks. The coloration too. That yeah, that's all? that's acrylic. So you can okay. turn wood. You can turn acrylic. There's a lot of different that's things. Awesome now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I. He doesn't. He's not. <laughs> sure, he's not sure, believing it. He's sure he didn't buy this. This Honest you jungle. Take a close look at this. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Says, I'm, not, right. I'm not playing. Yeah. I'm not playing that game. I don't it says, it says made in Germany, right? Now. Yeah, yeah. Close. I gotta, I gotta hide that. <laughs> yeah, no. take the brand but I, yeah, I like doing that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of my. Uh, you talk about man cave. I'll go down to the basement and yeah. I can forget about the problems I'm having wherever. So. I love that. That we all need that kind of a thing. Yeah, I think and it's so. it's funny to me though because I think for so many people, music and playing instruments is kind of that oh, thing. So it's, it's funny that thing. that's your business and the flip. You know, yeah. You know, talking to our our staff frequently, you know, the people out in the stores, and we have five stores, and it's like we could be selling nuts and bolts. You know, you mentioned a hardware store. We we could be selling a lot of different things, but we're selling people that walk into our stores are passionate about music or they're buying for someone who is passionate about music yeah. you know it's a it's really a great thing it's a great atmosphere um 
people are generally pretty happy when they come in. Oh, absolutely. So, well, there's yeah. a, there's that bit of excitement. I, I so I live close yeah. to the Florence location. Oh, okay. So I I spend a good amount. I live of time down there. there also. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I used to love, it, especially pre-COVID, obviously. But you yeah. always have those great clinics and that kind of stuff going on. Oh, we're um, coming back. We um, recite piano recitals are starting uh, April first. Oh, amazing. So, okay, cool. Yeah, that new store as well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well, no, no, we, sorry. Um, we have recital halls in three of our stores. Okay. This store is smaller. Okay. So we're, we're coming from a very big store in the Eastgate Mall, uh, but it was honestly too big for us. This yeah. store will focus very heavily on band and orchestra, guitars. Uh, we'll have some pianos, but digital. Oh, so we perfect. won't have a full, like if you walk into our Kenwood store, we've got Steinway pianos, you know, mm -hmm. nine foot grand pianos sitting there. Um, this store is too small for that, but this is exactly what we wanted. We want to focus on the families on the east side and the school band business especially. Yeah. And we're very close to some schools that we have great relationships with there. So, wow. Yeah. I feel like the school band business has got to be huge still, right? It is. And COVID, man, it hurt there because sure. bands shut down. Right. So back in, you know, it was March of 2020 that it started and then we got to the fall and most bands did not form. And so that hurt. And then we thought, okay, 2021 is going to be a banner year because those kids that weren't able to start in fifth grade, now they'll start two years. And then the Delta variant came like in June or so. And we're thinking, oh, here we go again, but it turned out great. Most, most schools, I'd say 95% were, were fine. We had a great year last year. And uh, yeah, this year, well, <laughs> I hate to even jinx us, but hopefully there's no more variants on the way. Right, exactly. We're but, running out of yeah. letters. <laughs> I know we are. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. But no, it's, that's going to be a major focus for us. And then, of course, uh, our manager there has been with us a while, Tanner. Mm -hmm. He is uh, he's a real guitar specialist, too. Oh, and, cool. Uh, it's going to be great. I should go pick his brain. It's really looking forward to it. Yeah, stop in. I always love that you guys had it so set up, too, that I always liked. One of the reasons I always liked coming to Willis was because you've got a good setup that you can actually kind of play around a little bit in there yeah. and test out what you're doing. Again, one of those things you lose in the online end of shopping, you know? Yeah. I uh, All the time, I find it so frustrating where you never know what you're going to get. And I have to just, you know, I've been kind of eyeballing a few guitars, and I'm like, I either order this thing in and hope when it arrives well, it plays the way I want to, and I've got to what like listen to some other idiot reviewer that's you know yeah. what I mean not to be mean to the, other shoppers, but you know when Jungle was talking earlier about people, you know they they come in and they shop, you know they treat you like a library almost, and then they go online and buy. Well, that's a bummer. one of the advantages we have is that instruments that are made of wood, so guitars and, and um, pianos they're all different so you got these guitars coming off an assembly line mm -hmm. and a lot of ours you know martins and and yeah. taylor they're handmade too beautiful guitars. um they're all different they look identical but they just feel and play different yeah. and a guitar player wants they oh, got to try yeah. it they got to try it first yeah it's amazing so. what having something <clears throat> in your hand I'm always curious about the future for this reason because you know I know generationally generationally speaking I'm on the younger end, but also old enough to appreciate like an actual physical retail environment. Yeah. And I think we're, <laughs> you know, and I keep hoping that 
I think it's going to come back around, especially as we see like the resurgence of vinyl and physical media for music in general. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we'll get back to that where people are like, okay, you know, because it's such a big, it's what has literally kept me from buying my next guitar is that, uh, I really, you know, if I'm going to drop good money on something that matters to me, I'd like to hold it in my hands. Come see us. Yeah. We I, got I a lot of them. will. Yeah. yeah. Plus we have five stores. So if, if there's not the one you want mm -hmm. at the store you go to, it's like two days away from any of the other stores. Oh, perfect. We That's have awesome. a shuttle running. Oh, no problem. Okay. Cool. I didn't no know problem. you had, you had, I mean, besides Eastgate, you have four other stores? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in Florence, oh. Lexington. I didn't know that. You got them all over. I didn't know. Yeah. I thought that was the only one. Right? No. What is that? A little spat. You don't go to anyone. You go to East Coast. I go to East Coast. Okay. If they don't have it, then you're out of luck. Okay? You tell Tanner. I don't know what, he, I don't know what this guy's telling other locations. You know? <laughs> ship it from Lexington. I mean, no. Right. Yeah, come exactly. on. Right. Eastgate's the one for you me. You tell Tanner it has to come to the Eastgate. Yeah, right. You sit that's over right. and wait for it. <laughs> wait for the Willis shuttle to yeah, arrive. That's yeah. Right. yeah, that's right. Boss said you can't go anyplace else. Hey, you know, you yeah. know what? I'll tell you, I got to go. But let me tell you one yeah. thing. You know, being in the, an Italian family, and we used to have picnics and stuff like this, and it all revolved around music. Great. My grandfather, my uncle would have the mandolin. Ooh. Yeah. They would play the mandolin, and then my other uncle would play the guitar, and everybody would sing and stuff like this. Awesome. Yeah, Great. and it was like part of the part of growing up, music and like that. And my mother, one time she looked at me, and I was young, and she said, a lot of things in this world will hurt you, but music is not one of them. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. So true. That's your That's beautiful. I, I love that. That's your so music is beautiful. And a lot of different cultures, you know, they share it. Music's nice. Goes across different. It's nice. Just like food. Right. Same thing with food. People come in here. We have all these different nationalities of buying food. And there'll be one group that knows the store real well. And it'll be shopping. And all of a sudden, somebody will say, well, you know where this is? And they go out of their way if they know. Because they know how hard it is to find anything in this store. Right. It's like, I don't know if they feel bad for the people real bad or, or they want to be a nice customer. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my God. If I let this person go, you know, they'll be wandering around here for an hour and a half. I better take five minutes out right. and show them where it is. Right. I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know where that comes from. You know, goodness of the heart or, you know, feel real bad for the person or whatever. Well, you told, Jungle, you told me the story about how when you when you go into a when people are asking for a particular area of the world and that type of music, you, you find a person that absolutely knows that and you just hire them and you right. let them run with it, which is, is similar to what we do. So we, you know, we have someone who we, we had a guy at our Kenwood store for a long time and he was just a top rate classical guitar player. And then like Tanner, who's very good. And then we, we have vocalists, we have pianists that really good. It's that's, that's the key. Having people that someone can walk in and talk to and they really know what they're talking about. Yeah. And then you're, it's such a hobby and it's such a love for music. I mean, I could see somebody being really great. And meanwhile, out of their schedule, you would say, Hey, come on in here and there. 
and put in a few hours or something yeah. like that. And I could people. Yeah. How was that crazy guy you got off the floor that one day? He was amazing. Who wasn't was he? he? <laughs> you grabbed him off the I, floor. <laughs> You'll laugh, Jungle, because I saw him and I was like, he looks like he plays music. It was just a regular customer yeah. shopping in a store, and you go out of this box over here and you grab him. <laughs> yeah, I saw him shopping in here, and I was like, oh, he looks kind of cool. I'm gonna go see what this guy's up to. And he had like a little bit of that like puzzled, perplexed look on uh, his I face. I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he just came in and I was like, oh, can you, can, are you, you know, I asked him a few questions. He's like, I'm a musician. I'm like, are you good? And yeah. he gave me the great answer, which was like, you know, I'm pretty good. Like kind of that very humble. I was like, oh, that okay. means they're really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I joked. I was like, this guy's either. Good. I was like, this is either the end of the interview right here, or you guys are going to hear this guy sing for us. And he was beautiful. It was like he did yeah, an amazing he job. Amazing. You never know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's like everybody. It's crazy. There are so, so. many talented people walking around, yeah. and I always like to think music participating in music at, at any level. It just leads to a more fulfilling life. It's just yeah. it adds. Oh, it adds something. All right. <laughs> Start talking about like, filling life up. Uh, <laughs> like, like food, Jungle. <laughs> Thanks, Jungle. <laughs> All right, see ya. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. little, little art know, goes a long way. But, but it's so true that it's just people that are involved in music, the, the benefit. So I was very involved in our industry association, too. And um, did, there's an awful lot of research done at universities and, and um, industries all over the world on the benefits of music. And, you know, for, for kids, it's, it's absolutely essential. We're trying to make, make it so that every child has access. I mean, that, that's the goal because you're developing different parts of the brain when you get into creative endeavors like art or music. Yeah. And then when you're older, people that are involved in music, the stress level that, um, I'll give you one quick story. So if you go online and Google, um, it's like dementia patient hearing music. Oh, yeah. There are several videos out there, but there's this one where this, this gentleman is in a chair. I, and you've seen people in a home that are just absolutely... Nice they're out of it and they're not communicating. There's nothing like going on. And they put a headphone on this gentleman who used to play and it's the music he used to listen to. He starts singing along with the music, remembering the words. That's what, and they're starting to do that. There's an awful lot of music therapy going on. Yeah. And I love that. It's awesome. It really is. It's Google so, that. Yeah. I will it's gladly cool. do that. That's really cool. cool. I th it's such an interesting thing too. And yeah, you you make a great point about it. It really does unlock those other portions of the, like your thought process yeah. and just the way yeah. you view the world. I've had this, re I, you know, as I get older, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> Somebody made the joke the other day. They're like, you're in your mid thirties, Mark. Of course, you're a mid thirties white guy. Of course you're interested in vinyl now. <laughs> and uh, she was, was kind of right, right? But what it's done for me in a weird way is that that's kind of become like my therapeutic time where it's Good. not really, you know, look, I can pull up on my phone and play to a speaker any song I ever wanted I right know. now. No problem, right? I find I that know. a little weird, but I. I also can't say that I don't use it, <laughs> but there is something magical about like deliberately engaging in a form of media like that, right? Because it does do something different where you're almost right. like, I, and I always joke with my friends, I'm like, no, 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 we're trapped on this side of the record at least. Yeah. You know, we're going to get all the way through this, but it does. It's, it's just been, I've been trying to articulate this for a while. I'm like, 
what is that sensation? But yeah, yeah I think I think you kind of touched on it a little bit with it being this therapeutic, you know, stress reducer. I have a good friend who um, he came in and bought a Martin guitar. Yeah, very nice guitar Amazing. from us. Yeah. And we were talking. And I said, his name's Mark. Also, I said, have you have <laughs> you company. ever um, have you ever played for people? Oh no, I don't play. I just go to my room, I shut the door, and I play about an hour every single day. Wow. And that's what it does for him. It's just the stress release, and it's that creativity. It's it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. So you don't have to be out gigging. You can. We just like to promote. We, we see musicians of every level <laughs> every yeah. day. And so we may have parents walk in because their child's going to start playing the flute in band, in school band. They've never been in a music store in their life, and it can be intimidating. It's sure. like they don't know what they're looking for. So we know we're always talking that that next person that walks in the door, you don't know if they're trying out for the symphony or their kid's about to start playing the flute, right. you know? And we have to be ready for that and, and just make it a fun, enjoyable experience for anybody that walks in. I love that, though. That's cool. <clears throat> Uh, uh, on the end of the store opening, I was going to ask about that. Speaking yeah. of fun, yeah, back to the store. Right? <laughs> well, no, I, I something I, it made me think about this was: uh, Are you all doing any sort of like event stuff for the opening? Yeah, we any? will. So we're gonna. We've been talking to Josie about it. We're gonna do a grand opening a little bit later. We want to make sure we get everything sure. exactly right. <laughs> then we'll do a grand opening. But we talked very early on about doing collaboration because. Jungle Gyms does so many cool things. Like the Eastgate store has, you've got this whole garden in the back. That yep, we have our Paradise, Paradise Pavilion. Um, we have, we collaborate with RJ Cinema quite frequently. Um, yeah, I'm ready for a whole... Summer session. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Summer session, and I'm ready to go drive out there and see <laughs> ukulele players on the sidewalk walking up and down, honestly. Right. I mean, right. when you first reached out to me, Kevin, we were jumping up and down. We yeah. are very excited to have Good. you. There's our, a lot of opportunity for oh, yeah. collaboration here. We're excited. Me too. So, well, I got a, I got a nice great. performance base in here, if you know anyone. So <laughs> I'm right. itching to break That's that out right. a little bit. That's right. And, and we, Josie and I are going to learn ukulele together now, I've decided. All right. All right. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we also are going to have, um, we have a lot of studios in our current Eastgate store, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, like I said, we don't have the, as much space. So, But we are going to have two studios. Oh. So we'll have lessons going on. So anybody that walk, wants to walk in, learn ukulele, guitar, or, you know, their child, a lot of, a lot of children that are in school band also take private lessons because oh, they're trying to, sense. trying to advance and, and yeah. maybe they have aspirations of being, you know, in college or beyond. Yeah. Playing. So well, that's amazing. Yeah. This is so cool. I'm so excited about this. I'm looking forward to it, Kevin. Good, and good. congratulations. Welcome to the family. Yeah, yeah thank you. Welcome to thank the you. Jungle Gym's tenant family, Kevin. That's, That's right. right. That's right. Oh, this will be great. So, well, Thanks again for coming out today. Sure, sure. I'm headed back out there. I, I, I've got my change of clothes <laughs> in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> We're still hanging slat walls. So oh, gosh. Carpet oh. gets put down tomorrow. Perfect. So yeah, we're getting that. close. Getting oh, close. Well, I'm looking but forward thank to everybody. You. Appreciate oh, oh my being my here. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks for coming out too. And it'll be fun. So everyone, you know, check it out. April first, the official opening, grand mm -hmm. open TBA. The well, the grand, grand opening, opening a little later. Yeah. But we'll be open for business on April first. Sounds awesome. Beautiful. Come yeah. in, grab some grab some ukuleles. That's right. Uh, uh you know what I did have one more question. What was the uh what's the, your least favorite instrument to see somebody walk out with? 
Interesting. Well, least favorite instrument. I just keep thinking. I was like, well, I, there's a common joke. Yeah. Um, about Here we so go. we'll ha- we'll have <laughs> kids that walk in and yeah, they want to try out the guitars, and we're we're great with that. Yeah. But this happened when I was very young, and I was working in the store, and it was at the time it was the '70s, and <laughs> everybody played. Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> and everybody who's been in a music store for a long time, it probably doesn't happen like it used to, I'm sure. Yeah. But everyone who, anyone who's worked in a music store going back there, it's, they'll tell you the same thing. Oh, no. Stairway to Heaven again. It's kind of an easy, it's an easy one to start with, you know? Yeah. So you'll get, you'll get 15 seconds of it, and then maybe they won't continue. That's funny. Oh. Yeah. But no, I can't say... There's a least favorite right. instrument. All in uh, jest, of course. Uh, of you know. course. I just kept course. thinking. I was like, I feel like my answer, if it were, if I were in a music store, it's got to be either be on the school band side. I'm thinking trumpet. Just not yeah. thinking that's probably the sound I'd like blaring in my life all the time. Uh, and then I was thinking that if I were, I almost said a parent is the word I was thinking of, but oh. I almost said owner of a child. Uh, be, <laughs> <laughs> that would be drums. Owner of a child. <laughs> yeah. well, I was we, like, what's that word? Parent. There we go. We've <laughs> sold a lot of noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> oh, that's because nice. when when anyone starts playing, yeah, that's one of the challenges we have. Sorry, I'm going a little no, please, long hey, here. No, 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 you're fine. So free, free flow, I baby. believe. That, yeah, I'll get myself in trouble here, but um, <laughs> kids today, it's that instant gratification of video games, and and you can succeed right away. You right. can't pick up an instrument and play immediately you know it takes practice and it takes work but there's so much benefit that comes from that practice and that's what i wish every kid had an opportunity to do and that parents wouldn't let i think before we started here i said one of the things we hear every day is you know i wish my mom hadn't let me quit right that's a common common thing to have heard every day in the music store you know because people regret it yeah stick with it everyone as yeah, somebody who should play, have stuck with learn, it more. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's enjoyable. And yeah. what's funny is that there's such a payoff when you really, you know, again, I'm not a great player by any means, but like anytime I do something that I was like, oh, I didn't think that was in the arsenal, you know? Yeah. It's such a good feeling. Yeah. And you really, it's it's something that's all <clears throat> you, which you'd think would appeal right. to the younger generations as well, where it's like, hey, you did this by yourself. This is all about you. No one else. You know what I mean? And then you learn this new skill and you can show off too. And we Post have an it off, on Instagram. We have a lot, awful lot of kids that are learning that are, you know, come in and take lessons. And uh, it's, uh, I remember in school, the kids that could play, they're pretty popular. You yeah. Know? That oh, was yeah. a pretty cool thing. Right. So I didn't get in a band because it was for me. I got in a band for everyone else. I was like, yeah, give me that. Feed me that sweet adulation. That's right. That's so cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Kevin, well, thanks, I wish Mark. you the best. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to checking out the store when it opens. I'll be, yep. I'll be there. Okay. You'll, you'll be sick of me soon, I'm sure. <laughs> no problem. Come on out. I hope everyone comes out and sees us and uh, look forward to it. I'm glad you're all here at the jungle. Looking forward to checking out the store once it opens this week. Remember, everyone, April 1st, big opening day. You got to check it out. And of course, I'll let you all know when we do the big grand opening a few weeks out once the store is feeling comfortable and ready for a big explosion of people to come on in there. It's going to be a great time. Now, coming up next, this is kind of fun. So one of the cool things about my job now I'm finding out is that 
companies and brands like to reach out to your boy Mark here. I love it. And I encourage you all to do that. If you've got a cool project or product rather, I think that we could actually come up with a segment about this, but let, let me not go too far on that train yet. We're going to go ahead and talk about that in the future. But uh, about a month or two ago, I got reached out by a brand called Tannenbaum Foods, and they were like, hey, Mark, we've got this product. We think you might want to check it out. We're talking with Jungle Gyms about carrying it to the store. So I got excited as I'm like, oh, cool. I don't really have to do anything, but potentially enjoy this new product. Spoiler, I did enjoy the product. Um, and Tannenbaum Foods did a really interesting thing to me. Now, you've heard me talk about some hot sauces on the show, people like Farmer Nate, locals. I love to support them. Uh, and I thought what Tannenbaum Foods was doing was really, really interesting in the hot sauce game. Now, I think the expression hot sauce might be a bit of a misnomer sometimes, right? Because one of the things I like about quote unquote hot sauces is when they bring a lot of extra flavor to the table. So. What Harvey and his team here have done at Tannenbaum, I think is really interesting. You've got a lot of like fresh fruit in it. It's very limited ingredient list. I won't dive in too much because I don't want to take from the interview, but I really want to encourage you to come check this stuff out. And it's now carried in both stores. The product's cool, but you know, again, don't let me talk too much about this. I'd like you to meet Harvey. Let's learn all about botanical hot sauces and what that means. All right, Harvey, I have uh, got you cornered in the studio now. <laughs> Uh, introduce yourself to the audience for me. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Harvey Tannenbaum, and I make the most unique botanical hot sauces you've ever tried. I think I agree with you already. And something I instant the first question I had when I saw this uh, in the first place was, what do you mean by calling it a botanical hot sauce? Um, fruit is not an added ingredient. Fruit is the base ingredient. And it gives it a number of characteristics that are very different. Uh, probably the most important is it kind of changes that heat flavor balance. Mm -hmm. So instead of getting the burn first yep. and then taste, if any, afterwards, right. you get flavor <laughs> first. Yeah. And then the, the heat's more back-end heat. I love that. And I just recently got to try two of your flavors, the strawberry, basil. Mint. And mint. Okay, I thought it was mint. I just want to make sure. Uh, and the pineapple one as well. Oh, good. They were both incredible. Well, thank you. And I love your description already. It was incredibly accurate. So anybody listening... Yeah, it is flavor forward. I just, right before you came in, and I know I was joking about this off air, but I had somebody in the building who's very admittedly not a hot sauce person. I said, hey, unnamed coworker, you have to try this. And she kind of flipped out for it, which I, I wasn't expecting. I thought she would still be a bit of a hard sell because she's not crazy about spice. But her right. first thought, she, she tried this strawberry first and takes a sip. Or sip. <laughs> what, a, what a terrible description. Yeah. But she takes a bite to try it, and she's like, Oh my gosh, it almost reminds me of a strawberry jam. And then she's like, and then the heat starts creeping in. Yes. And it's like a perfect amount of heat where even in my opinion, somebody who's not necessarily a hot sauce fanatic should right. flip for this. You know, uh, uh, back when I was first developing these and they were still a jelly, I uh, took it into work and was in the admissions department and giving everybody a sample to taste. Sure. And the one girl was like, no, I, I don't need anything hot. I don't need anything hot. And one of the other women convinced her to, to taste it. Yeah. So Amanda took a bite. Goes, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Five minutes later, she was back. Can I have another one? <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I'm tickled pink. I, I love the fact that people love these things. Oh, my gosh, it's so cool. Well, so how did this even start for you? You mentioned that it was started as jelly. But, yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me your well, life story, my, Harvey. My, 
well, the older you get, the more you appreciate your checkered past. Sure. So um, somebody abandoned a pile of, of uh, habanero peppers on my desk. And what am I going to do with them? Yeah. So um, one of my previous lives, I, would, I'm, I call myself a recovering librarian. <laughs> so I'll look this up. So I, I looked it up. I cobbled together a bunch of different recipes. You know, how do I can it? You know, what do I do? And I tried all sorts of things. Sure. And then... Of course, now I was stuck with 40 jars of jelly. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> took it into work and give it away. And people said, sell it, sell it, sell it, sell it. And yeah. I said, no, 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 no. I said, I'm not going to live in my kitchen. I'm not going to live at the farmer's market. This is just something I do. Yeah. And uh, they kept pestering me for years. And finally, after a couple of years, they said, if I ever do it, I would have to go full commercial. Yeah. And so um, went to a uh, consultant, Julie Lincoln. And uh, who's secretly in the room, who's right secretly now. in the room. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I have said more like a partner than a consultant. And uh, we worked on this for, you know, a couple of years working on the formula consistency. And uh, here we are. Uh, yeah. Just thrilled with it. It's, I mean, legitimately amazing. I am in, I love hot sauce. And I'm not, you know, we joked mm -hmm. off air about the, and I'll have you describe it because I thought it was eloquent the way you described it. And I'm not like a super heat chaser and I'm not necessarily here for the funny names outside of, right. it's fun to have on my shelf. But I love flavor and I love right. the balance of those things. And my first thoughts when I opened the bottle after trying it were, this is incredibly balanced. It's got a little bit of everything. I can taste everything that you mentioned on the outside of the bottle and Thank and none of it like screams above the other, and that's something I I at least on a personal opinion run into with a lot of hot sauces where so often it's like so just the pepper heat flavor, you know. You're right. So um, people have always looked for flavorful food, mm -hmm. and there's lots of different ways to do it. Uh, and peppers, chili peppers, have been around for thousands of years and been used in in cooking. But you're right. The, the problem with a lot of hot sauce is you're going to go for the heat and then you get, you only use a little bit mm -hmm. and all you get is heat. Right. And um, that's not satisfying. Now, some people admittedly really like that burn. Sure. But I think more people would use hot sauce if they weren't, if you didn't hear so much about ghost peppers and, and Buccalokia peppers and right. Carolina Reapers and it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. Right. Because it becomes a very macho thing. Whereas Absolutely. Um, with what we're trying to do is I wanted to make this, this everyday, not killer enough. Uh, my, one of my tongue in cheek uh, ways of, of describing it is it's hot enough. So the hot sauce lever knows there's heat and gets that satisfaction, but not so hot that it ruins it for the casual user. Yeah. I love that. I think there's a big space in this, in like the hot sauce market that oh. I think you're, creating you know filling that void to me which is the casual consumer the people who like right. your uh, the, right. the person you talked about earlier who yeah, i don't i don't really like spice and they mm. might actually truly right. like it and we we do a lot of tastings mm -hmm. and we've had that happen where people have come up and said oh i don't really like hot sauce and we'll get them to taste it and uh i can't say they always become enthusiastic right away but it's like oh it's hot and then you realize that the heat doesn't last forever. No. And after a while, it becomes addicting. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I love about it that it's not so intense that it's not a palate crusher, you know? Right. And I think that's something that you've done, in my opinion, a great job of avoiding in this regard. 
Well, exactly. If you, and we use this as much in cooking as we do just as a straight out of the bottle hot sauce. And that's where it really shines because it, because fruit's the base ingredient and you have so many fruit enzymes in there, it's going to blend with whatever you're, you're making. So for example, I can put the strawberry basil mint hot sauce in ground meat, Mm -hmm. make a hamburger and it's spicy and it tastes great. Oh, but it's not strawberry. Yeah. And I'm hard pressed to tell that it's strawberry. And I know what I put in it. Right. <laughs> I love that though. That sounds really good, actually. I was going to ask you like some of your favorite recipes. Have you concocted a bunch of different interesting stuff with these so far? We, well, yes and no. Uh, we, it's we trial started, and error, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we started putting together recipes and then we realized it really goes with everything. Sure. I'm not kidding. It goes with everything. Yeah. And, as a matter of fact, we have a little bit of a challenge for you today. I am incredibly excited about that, mm-hmm. and I won't reveal it to the audience till we're ready. But I, mm-hmm. as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, that's interesting, but I'm on board. Ready to try some? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, uh, yeah, Harv, why don't you tell me what you're going to have me try today? We're going to try hot sauce on ice cream. That sounds good to me. Not something that you would think would normally go together. No, but I'm here for it. And you know what? You picked a Cincinnati favorite brand here in in Graders, so that was a good choice. I'm going to take some, and I'll pass this on to you. Thank you you so much. And uh, But you do get a choice, because uh, we've got some blueberry. Okay. We've got some strawberry. We've got some pineapple. And we've got some roasted red pepper. I think I want to try the blueberry. I haven't tried that yet. That That sounds like the move today. I'm going to pour some on mine. I'm going to try just a little taste of the vanilla first because I am Absolutely. that person. All right, so I know my baseline. That's the excuse I have every time I want to try ice cream. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. That is amazing. I mean, you would think that you would get the burn. Whoa. But again, because of the enzymes and because of the way we've balanced the heat and the flavor, you get blueberry. You get ice cream, and then you don't get that. Yeah. You get that nice little warmth afterwards in the back of your throat. Right, exactly. It just sort of sits there just a little bit. That's great. The pineapple, or the, excuse me, not the pineapple, the blueberry is delicious, too. Is that blueberry mm. sumac and cinnamon? Oh, blueberry sumac, not poison sumac. No. The other type of the sumac. Good kind. <laughs> the good kind of sumac. <laughs> yeah, as yeah, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's so delicious. Lakes we thought plate. the poison sumac would hurt sales. Mm. So. You know, some people like experiential food, <laughs> though. So. Experience. <laughs> That's crazy. And, and it's funny because the way you were talking about using it in, like, the hamburger meat, for example, now having that thought in my head and tasting it blending with the ice cream, I kind of love that you can tell, like, certain flavors will come out depending on what you're right. pairing it with. Right. So here it's obviously way more blueberry forward, right? And you right. get a little of that cinnamon as well. Right. Um, yeah, and that little bit of heat. That's awesome. And well, I would have never you. thought to try that. Ne- and, and so that's the other side of the recipe story is it goes with everything. Um, we've, we've done wings with it. We <sighs> put it in chili is pretty obvious, but we put it in macaroni and cheese. We put it on grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, that would be fun. Um, we put, well, here's another taste for you. Okay. Right. So I'll let you try one of these. All right. A little brownie bite. A little brownie bite. And there's something that you would not think to put hot sauce in, but... And this is just a boxed brownie mix. There's nothing special about it. It's boxed yeah. brownie. Well, I think their sauce is the special and thing. We put, and we took out a little bit of the moisture and replaced it with some strawberry basil mint. And so That's awesome. So you get, you get a, 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 this nice brownie, this nice taste. Yeah. 
Um, a, a little tiny hint of the fruit, and then again, a little bit of heat in the back end. Yep. That's amazing. Thank you. That's great. Do you have a favorite flavor in your lineup? Is that a weird question to ask? Um, it's not a weird question, and I get that a lot, mm-hmm. and it depends. Um, sometimes it's whichever bottle I grab first. <laughs> sometimes it's like the um, the uh, the roasted red pepper um, is kind of the closest there is to a, a normal, uh, what people think it was an average Louisiana-style hot sauce. Sure. And so whenever, <coughs> excuse me, so whenever I think of chili, that type of stuff, uh, I think of the, the red pepper. Sure. But um, they are all interchangeable. Um, I use the blueberry a lot on an egg omelet. Oh. Um, you know what um, I was thinking about with that? What? Serving it on pancakes. We, as a matter of fact, on the blueberry, even on the label for the blueberry, we say use it as a topping really? on pancakes. That's awesome. I think that's such a great idea. Um, but again, bring a little heat as, to breakfast. We use it just like a barbecue sauce. Oh. Use it a lot to to uh, glaze salmon or glaze chicken. So if you make a, especially in the summer, we'll make a, a salad and we'll want to put chicken in it. Sure. So I'll cut the chicken up, fry it up, and like the last minute or two, throw some pineapple on it. Yeah. It'll deglaze the pan and then throw it in the salad. And just get that, same you get a salad, but you get, it's not the boring salad taste. Right. No, again, it's all about elevating and bringing new flavors right. to things. And that's, that's such a great idea too. I, uh, you mentioned the pineapple one, and I think Julie had actually reached out to me and suggested this at some point, and I took your suggestion. I forgot to message her about this. Um, I, I love that I'm, like, pretending like she's not in the room. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I paired that with some pizza recently, okay. and I love hot sauce on pizza anyway, and it was an absolute game changer. The consistency was what I wanted. It's just a little thicker than the average. You know, right. a lot of the vinegar-based sauce are very, right. very wet, for lack of a better term. Right. Um but yeah, the viscosity was right on point, so it stayed on the pizza. Right. It added a hint of sweetness, right? Excuse me. While simultaneously um, bringing me those the heat that I was looking for in it, and it was, I couldn't say enough good things. So it's the, been an embarrassing week in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, another thing is really to, is interesting that you might not know about hot sauce. Is yeah, the truth of the matter is it's very healthy. Really? Yes. The um, American Heart Association, this mm-hmm. is just as recently as November of, of 20, said that after all of their studies, compared to people who do not eat spicy foods or, or use hot sauce or do not use it very often, yeah. people who eat a lot of hot sauce have a 25% less chance of dying from any disease. Wow. A 23% less chance of getting cancer and a 25% less chance of, of uh, developing heart problems. That's amazing. I had no it idea. Is. It's like, you wouldn't think it. Well, it, and, well, to me, the funny part is mm-hmm. people think that hot sauce, if it's hot, it's because it's burning a hole in your stomach. Right. And that's not how it works at all. Sure. And it's actually a very healthy product. Interesting. Yeah, because that's a, sort of a stigma. And I, I, I don't hear it as often, but I would say generally speaking, I still, you hear it every so often. Yeah. That's really interesting to know. And it, I mean, it tracks. I mean, if you look at any culture that has a high quantity of um, 
just pepper, spicy. spicy. Yes, yeah, exactly. Peppers. Yeah. Uh, they tend to look in, I would say if you compare to them to uh, mm-hmm. an average baseline American, they probably look like they're in better shape. Um, right. You right. know, I'm, I'm, I'm a self-loather in this regard. Mm-hmm. So I know, right. and I'm, <laughs> I'm offsetting my diet with right. hot sauce. <laughs> that's, what's going to keep yeah. me alive longer. Yeah. That's actually a really cool fact though. And I'm kind of surprised that that's not been worked into the overall hot sauce narrative. I think that the part of the reason is we don't really have a healthcare system in this country. We have a sick care system. <laughs> right. Oh, I and like so that. It's, it's, we've focused less on nutritional issues mm-hmm. and more on when you're sick, you take a pill. Right. Whereas uh, if, you, if you do this stuff up front, um, eat healthy, exercise, yeah. all the other stuff. Um, but we tend not to, to focus on food as as healthy in that respect. As, sure. I mean, we look at it as something to eat and something that tastes good. Yeah. But not as we can eat these particular foods to address a certain issue. Interesting. Yeah. So. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. It's all about preventative maintenance at the end of the day, right? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, like anything else, it's funny that we don't think about that because it's very much like so many other aspects of life. What you put into it, you get yeah, out right, of it. Right. I mean, that's what we put on our bodies every day. Right. And yet we don't think of it as, um, but I, I think that that's been more in focus lately. I mean, we see yeah. a lot more vegan. We see a lot more very true. Um, gluten-free. We yeah. see a lot more farm-to-table so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good trend. It's funny. I sat down with a produce team today. Okay. And that was a big part of the conversation where I find it fascinating that, you know, it's a little bit the younger generations, but I, th- I really think it's kind of a widespread thing, at least in America lately, where mm-hmm. I think people are really starting to pay attention to what they're eating. Right. Or at least thinking about it. It's, it's in the conversation, at least now, Which is where people thing. are like, yeah, I totally agree. Right. Thinking about like, you know, the people, they were big on hydroponic growing. Mm-hmm. So they were talking about how they were doing this for strawberries and other leafy greens and things of that nature. And I found it fascinating just to think that like, oh yeah, that's probably going to change the overall health of the people on a grander scale, I think, long-term, you know? Right. That's so wild to think about. Yeah, so now I'm, I'm here for this, you know? Let's get good quality fruits, you know? Yes. That's so cool. You know, earlier I meant to ask this, what were you doing before? Were you actually a librarian or? <laughs> I, I actually was a librarian. Oh, that's so cool. So uh, my, my quick whole Life history. Yeah. Um, I started off as a physics major. Cool. Dropped out of college and joined the Coast Guard. I spent two years in Honolulu and then two years on an icebreaker in Lake Michigan. Oh, wow. So the average temperature was like, you know, zero degrees. Sure. From 80 degrees every day to 80 below every day. <laughs> yeah. But, so I uh, went back to school um, and I was a, a librarian for about 15 years and um, I fell into the just like Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole. <laughs> I fell into the computer world. And by the time I clawed my way back out, I had a doctor in computer science. That's amazing. And I was a college professor for 20 years. Oh my gosh. So and you've so done a, kind of everything is the, what it sounds like. The, the older you get, the more you appreciate your checkered past. I, and I love and that quote. I, I feel like you should have that on a shirt somewhere. <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether I made that up or I don't know whether I ever saw it somewhere. I keep looking for it. And yeah. And, I haven't found anybody that said it but me, so I'm going I'm to claim it. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I, look, it's official now. We put it on the <laughs> show, so <laughs> that's my there's line. a timestamp. If somebody tries after today, you know, it doesn't count. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Um, oh, yeah, we can do that, too. Yeah, you also Ooh. have peanut butter chip. Yeah, what, what, I wonder what we should pair with that one. Um, you know what? Let's do the uh, strawberry. Okay, sounds great. Okay. I'm on board. You're leading today. I believe in you. 
Well, thank you, thank you. So uh, avoid we, one of the chocolate chip glaciers in here. What did we say? Oh, we said we're going to do the strawberry. Yeah, that sounds okay. good to me. So actually, um, Julie and I went to lunch today at uh, Skyline Chili. Was it your first time? It was my first time. Welcome to the family. And uh, <laughs> we tried every one of them. Oh yeah. On, um, uh, on the chili. Yeah. And they were all good, mm-hmm. but every one's Oops, a little so subtle sorry. in what they bring. Really. And so the the blueberry kind of gave it a barbecue. Oh. Uh, a hint. Interesting. Um, the pineapple was really good. Okay. The strawberry was a little sweeter. Okay, I can see that. Um, the roasted red pepper was good, but again, that's a little closer to regular. So it tasted just like, but it was. they were all good. They all work. I didn't know that strawberry and peanut butter was something I'd want. And then I'm saying that out loud and I'm like, oh, just kidding. Strawberry jelly on peanut butter sandwich would be amazing. And now I'm also thinking, I want to put this on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I was just going to say that. If you like peanut butter and jelly, a little bit of peanut butter, a little bit of sauce. There you go. It really does wonders with the chocolate, too. Yep. I wish I'd known you just a little earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. We were working on a, uh, we're doing a mole stout here that we did with a brewery oh, in town. Wow, okay. Now I'm just thinking like, oh, if I'd, if I'd known in advance. Well, maybe that's something in the future we work on, but that's delicious. I actually think that was better than the blueberry and the vanilla together. You know, it's, it's funny. I mean, they all bring a little different yeah. twist. It's, that's then, what we want, right? You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, bland food is boring. I love that. And so, the, the, you know, one of the other things, um, the spicy food is actually very satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever you eat dinner, walking around, you're not hungry because you just ate. Yeah. But you want something. Sure. That's because the food is, is because the flute doesn't have any great flavor to it. Sure. And so found that if you when we do it on dinner we're not we're not hungry for dessert we're not hungry for that other thing because we've got that satisfaction sure you still have to get that lick lick your lips um taste to it sure no it's great it's like adding a lot of flavor that's such a great point though that when i think about it that i tend to lean into my bad habits more when i eat something boring Mm -hmm. and when i'm having something delicious and fulfilling dessert's not even a thought right now you know, ah, that's a good point. And yeah. I bet the spice has got to help with that too, probably. Because, I mean, if it's good for your heart, I'm sure it's acting a bit as an appetite well, suppressant, we, right? We were very careful when we put these together. Um, again, my, my library background. Sure. We, we researched the combinations. We researched. So um, everything, the herbs and spices we chose were not just out of the blue or not just what we thought would go good. They, they have very specific um, nutritional properties. Cool. A lot of them are anti-inflammatory. A lot of them are antibacterial. Oh. So. Um, any any particular ingredients stand out to you in that regard? I, now I'm just so curious about that world. Um, the sumac is really interesting. Mm. It's, it's a, more of a, a an Indian spice. You see it more. Sure. And uh, that has a nice lemony flavor that goes really well with, uh, with, with a blueberry. Makes sense. Cinnamon. Cinnamon's really very healthy. There's a lot of properties in cinnamon. Interesting. Yeah. I, I love this. This is my, and I, just on a personal, like, this is what I love about the show is that every day I get to learn something new and I get to do it with people like yourself who are clearly, I call, I call myself a passion wrangler. Okay. You know, I'm like, I kind of view myself as a, the worst cowboy ever, but I'm just out here like, <laughs> like tell me about what tell you love, something. partner, you yeah. know? <laughs> uh, but I, I guess I could ride a horse, but I haven't worked that into the show yet, but. 
That would be a little tricky <laughs> to bring that in there. Yeah. But uh, challenge accepted, Harv. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. You, so, me, and a couple bottles of hot sauce on the saddlebags. Hey, I'm here for that's it. That's right. <laughs> so obviously, you know, a big thing, and I probably will say this in the lead up to this interview on the show itself. But uh, you know, a big reason I wanted to have you all in here, outside of the fact that I love what you're doing, but you're coming into Jungle Gym. So, what's your Jungle Gym's experience been like so far? So far, it's been great. I love the variety. I love that you got all these things that you'd never see anywhere else. Yeah. Um, it, it's always amazing to me, too, when you walk into grocery stores, what, uh, what they chose to shelve and what they, they don't do. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, so it's kind of neat. I mean, there's how many brands of, or kind of little twists on peanut butter or little twists oh, yeah. on honey or little twists on, on, on jelly and you know, and all the, love all the cheeses. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. It's insane. The fa I have uh, one of my favorite finds in, in my modern life. Cause that, you know, I've lived in the area for a long enough time, Yeah. but uh, now that we have our own separate charcuterie deli, I thought that right. was an amazing addition. I don't know how long it's been here, but it's an addition. It was new to me. So it's new across the board now. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And I, what's been interesting to me to learn about is like how we'll usually, if you find a brand, you find like their whole product line, whereas in other stores, you might not quite find that. Right. But were we one of the first places that you uh, brought product to? Um, yes and no. Okay. Everything's a double-edged sword, right? Of course. No, no, no. So, it's fine. I'm here for the honest yes. truth. So yes. yeah, don't, don't make this about me. If, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so as a startup company, yeah. you know, I obviously have a very limited budget. Yeah. Uh, I'm just doing this, you know, and um, very limited production capacity. Capability. Sure. And so if you're going to go into a grocery store, you need to have volume product. Right. Which you can't afford to do because <laughs> you need to order so much from the co-packer. Sure. But until you have a proof of concept, is it even worth it before you start ordering hundreds of thousands of bottles? True. Yeah. This stuff. So we are in a number of smaller specialty stores. I mean, very what, like, like gift shopping style. thing. Yeah, perfect. You know, we're at a couple of farmer's markets. And um, done very well with them. And that, mm -hmm. you know, gave us the momentum yeah. to, it's just a to come through and uh, say, okay, let's take the next step. And so once we got a co-packer and through that, Jungle Gym was one of the first grocery stores we, we approached. That makes me so happy and, to hear. Um, it, because we wanted something. Um, I don't want to go to a big grocery chain in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I can't handle 100 stores. Right. Um, and... I wanted something that has a reputation as an upscale foodie market. Yeah. Because this is an unusual hot sauce. If you, you know, why would anybody walking down the rows of all these super hots or, or funny name ones, why are you going to pick Tannenbaum's hot over anyone to try? Yeah. And so um, this was kind of the demographic that we we're looking around. So this really is the first grocery store we've been in. That's a great deal. I'm glad to hear that too. I, you know, what I will say, and this is just me as the... Uh, not a great particular artist, but I think what you did is the branding is really smart and eye grabbing. And, you know, I just posted a picture of the bottles when they came to my house on Instagram. And I, it's honestly one of the, there have been a few products here that like my friends right. have been interested in, right. but this is definitely like probably the top three item that people have been like, well, is it, what is it? Is it how spicy? You know, I mean, they were really engaged. Even again, people who I, did not think cared about hot sauce were reaching out to me about it. Like what, what's going on here? Oh, and I think, great. I think the branding is great. It looks really modern uh, to me. It's really inviting. It's clean. Again, I well, hate to use the term modern, but you know, well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I mean, 
we worked really hard on this. Um, we wanted this to be, um, we wanted people to know it's not a gimmick. Yeah. You know, this is, a, this is an honest hot sauce. We're doing it honestly. We're doing the best we can. Highest quality ingredients. Uh, everything is, is done professionally. I love that. Uh, again, all, all, all the kudos to Julie Lincoln and her, her people. I love that too. Yeah. Great work. Great work, Julie. We're clapping. <laughs> she just has so, to sit there and pretend. I know. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, um, I think that, that we tend to be a little self-deprecating about the things that we know how to do because they're easy for us to do. Right. And I can say, honestly, this is not my the, the branding and the labeling is not my skill set. <laughs> and so the best thing I could do is say, yeah, I like that. Right. No, but that's good enough. Well, and I think it's important, too, that you what you have the skill, which is to know to trust somebody who does have the skill set. Yes. Know? That's kind of a that's a thing that I find about this place, too, that the, mm-hmm. that the jungle is really good at finding both in regards to vendors, employees, whatever. They just find the people that are like, we know what we're doing. Give us a, let, let us try and see what happens. So. Yeah, I, I think that's really important. Is, it's is amazing. You, you know, let, I always believe in letting people do what it is they know how to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's literally why there's a podcast studio built in the middle of this market. You All know? right. I just, it was such a weird, I mean, I am sure you haven't found too many of those in the no. other stores. Oh, the first one I've ever seen. Yeah. I wish it wasn't raining today. Otherwise, I'd have taken you on the monorail, too. Oh, that it would works. Be cool. Yeah, it works. Everybody, and I, I, I don't know if I've said that on air yet, but it works, everyone, but just yeah. not in the rain very well. I mean, right. it still does technically work. But. So as we as we ramp on this, Harvey, is there anything important that people should know about, like, the products that are going into it? I know you talked about they're having, you know, using quality ingredients in regards to things like focusing on anti-inflammatories and stuff like that. But, yeah, talk to me about that yeah. stuff. Um, the We're using whole fruit not as a matter of fact, we had actually talked to another co-packer before, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, you know, we could do this easier. We use fruit concentrate instead of whole fruit." And we said, "Nah, it's got to be whole fruit." Yeah. And um, they wanted to use xanthan gum, and we said, "No, we're not using xanthan gum." Yeah. So if you look at our label, uh, it, it, it's top quality ingredients, and you can actually pronounce every single one of them. <laughs> There's no mint, mint, mint. <laughs> mint. and not only yeah, can you pronounce them, but you know what they are. That's so cool. There's oh, King of Prussia. Yes, yeah, old so, stomping grounds for a little bit too. Yes, well, King, King of Prussia is the registered address for the company. I love that because I don't want all the junk mail coming to my house. Smart move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so that's where it is. But, um, but, but yeah, the uh, no art, no. I mean, it was kind of a. A canard. It's like no artificial ingredients. What does that mean? Or no right. artificial. But uh, these are all straight off the shelf products. Uh, I love that though. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm literally just looking. This is the uh, the strawberry mint basil I've got here, and we're looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, like nine ingredients. Like you said, they're yeah. all sugar, apple cider vinegar, strawberries, pectin. I'm assuming pectin's used for the pectin's the thickener. The thickener, yeah. Uh, yeah. Habanero, mint, basil, black pepper. That's incredible. And, why and why put the other stuff in there? You know, um, and so, I mean that you know, kind of in a you know well, right rhetorical well, sense. So if you're if you're making a, a hot sauce, mm-hmm. um, hot. I mean, if you eat the pepper right, you know, raw, they tend to be a bit bitter. Sure. So if you're putting them in a sauce and you want to take the bitterness out, you're going to add other aromatics to cover that. 
whether it's onion or garlic or, sure. or, or something else, is really just to cover the, bit, the bitterness. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're gonna want, if you want to thicken it, xanthan gum is much easier to work with okay. uh, than, than pectin. Pectin's, it's not that it's hard to work with. It's just trickier and that you have to be very specific about what you do and when you do it yeah. in, in, t- in, in certain temperatures. Um, but the, the bottom line is it's the quality of the product. If this is the quality that you want to achieve, then this is what you have to do to achieve that. Right. And uh, if it means spending a little more time in the lab, then we spend a little more time in the lab. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, and this is something I keep hoping that keep, gets hit on on the show mm-hmm. a lot, is that the effort that you put into it is clearly noticeable in the product when you well, taste you. it compared to... I mean, I, I, honestly, I don't really think that – I can't even think off the top of my head what is a comparable product. I, I don't really think there is one, but I think you understand what I'm yes. trying to say there, where it's like yeah. there's a little love in the dish. You know, There's a lot of love in that one. Yeah, I yeah, love that, and, though. And, and we've looked at we looked at a lot of hot sauces and, and read a lot of labels. Sure. And we're very proud of, of what we put in ours. Yeah, it's beautiful, and it looks good, too, as silly as that sounds to say, but it really does <laughs> because you're using the real fruit and the real things. Right. You know. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. This has been an enlightening experience, Harvey, and welcome to the jungle. Uh, well, wow, that's so cool. Thank you. To it's, say, been, but. <laughs> it's been great to be here. It's, I, it's been a lot of fun. Okay. Harvey, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having me. Anytime you're in the area, I'm into it. Or maybe next time I'm up, up near Hershey, I'll come by and see you. Well, I want to thank you, Harvey, and as well to you too, Julie, who I know you're out there listening and we're silently enjoying, silently enjoying with us on the show. I had a great time. I thought it was so interesting. I am still thinking about how delicious this was paired with the ice creams. And I was, you know, I thought the vanilla was, I was like, okay, that'll make sense. But when we got to the peanut butter one, that was a true surprise to me. I'm looking forward to it. So I hope everybody enjoyed that. And you know where you can get it at both of the Jungle Gym stores. Maybe you'll go over to Eastgate this time. So that way you can check out both these hot sauces and you can check out the Willis Music that just opened over there. Amazing work, right? That's what I'm here for. Well, folks, uh, one last bit of excitement as I close out this week. Keep your eyes to our YouTube and other pages. Oh, uh, we started a TikTok account. So if you like short form videos, you want to see some behind the scenes stuff, you can check out our TikTok page. It's at Jungle Gyms Market. Of course, you can always send me an email if you want to talk about these things, podcast at junglegyms.com. But check out the TikTok, check out all this stuff, and more. maybe most importantly, check out our YouTube page as we will soon be launching this show in both a video format as well. So what I've been doing, I know I mentioned this last week, I've been kind of just going through older episodes and all that good stuff, or not older episodes rather, but older recordings that I'd done prior to us getting some of the camera gear in here. And uh, yeah, we're gonna be leaning into a little bit of excitement. I'm, look, if you can't tell, I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited about this, I'm talking about it all at the end of the episode because this is for true fans. But you're gonna see all kinds of stuff. Food demonstrations, funny bits. It's it's gonna be great. I think it should be a lot of fun. So. I wanted to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for the downloads. Thank you all for the support of the show and the reviews and all that cool stuff. Honestly, thanks for just coming in and shopping with us. You know, I know we all like to support local and Jungle Gyms is a big brand, but you know, it's good to remember that we are still just a local family slanging some groceries in this international market. So thanks again. That's one last thanks. Okay, everyone, I got to get out of here. It's time for me to go weigh in on uh, Chris Rock getting slapped by Will Smith this weekend. So on that, thank you all one last time. Have a great week. We'll see you next Wednesday. And in the meantime, I'll see you out there in the aisles.
The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.